Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Miraculous Ladybug, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And April Collins. Hi there. We're back for our uh, bi-weekly dose of Ladybug. Today, talking about the season three finale, revisiting the season three finale of Ladybug in English as the last time. We talked about part two of the season three finale. We had only seen it in Ukrainian. So we watched it again, this time in English, and we're going to say if we feel differently about it now. We'd, pro- we'd been promising this podcast. And uh, in honor of season three, part two coming out on Netflix um, like a week ago. So Netflix is actually caught up to Ladybug right now. And it's so, in order. They, they fixed it. Yes. Yeah, so originally in... It, you can't make this up like the Netflix reverse like- <laughs> reverse part one and part two of season three on the order part one part two was first like was if I was happy. doing a parody of Ladybug that's what it would happen but they fi- <laughs> they fixed it though so yeah I noticed that today I was like I guess I should check to see if it's 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 in the right okay that's good but yeah so we are um uh, as I mentioned, we're doing Ladybug podcasts every other week. Um, those will come out. I, I think I've settled on putting those out Sunday into Monday, so up for your Monday morning commute um, every other week during this Ladybug off season. No end in sight, but uh, could end at any moment, as always. Um, and uh, so the today, the today we're talking last week. Uh, if you check it out, we talked. About, we had an Instagram corner two weeks ago. Our Instagram corner. Um, people loved that. Thank you, April. Today we had uh, today we're talking about the season three finale, and then next week um, we're doing our survey of the fandom. So if you have not yet filled out our survey at overlyanimated.com/survey, make sure you do so before February twenty third. That well, that's the day we'll be reporting podcast. So do it before that day. Um, Fifty people so far. Would love to see that double. Um, get a good, some, some funny answers already to the survey. So, uh, make sure you fill out overlandmated.com slash survey. So, um, season three, uh, finale, um, for where we can talk, we can go wherever we want in this. I mean, the main question we're going to answer is like, did we like, did we feel any differently about it? But, um, we can kind of go wherever we want during this discussion. And, uh, the, the first question I think is like, um, how, how, how was it rewatching? How was your experience watching the, part two at least in english for the for the first time um and uh what do you what do you think of the season three finale now delaney so it was just as painful as it was the first time i watched it (laughs) (laughs) because you know it's ladybug and it's physically like painful to watch the show sometimes uh i do think like the only the main difference i noticed was that adrian definitely has more emotion Mm. like I really felt more like Adrian's, like, I don't know, like what everything he, like, it just, he, everything he was saying was more, I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, I feel for Adrian. That's good. And then, I mean, it felt like, I don't know, it's, I mean, hearing the dumb things Hawk Moss says in English is always great because he says the dumbest things humanly possible. I guess it got me again. I do well. I guess I should say the over, like the voiceover worked out you know, obviously a lot better because it was in English. But I also think you know because actually hearing like so we'd already watched it the first time and it was very confusing. But then to watch it just a rewatch in general really kind of made the impact of the reading the letter over better because you knew that it was the letter that time. And then even though we were prepared for it, it's still like it hurts so much that Master Fu is gone. Oh yeah. Sad. Delaney, I think the real reason you fell for Adrian more is because while saying this, you're looking at the creepy meme April posted of Adrian's face. No, I'm deleting it. I'm deleting deleting it. Goodbye. It was 10 minutes uh, standing under the umbrella and chill. He gives you this face. Is that what what the meme was? It's horrible. (laughs) I'm not looking at it anymore. That's why Delaney was uh, so sympathetic to Adrian, because he was giving her that face. No? Okay, Okay, so Delaney was uh, destroyed again by the the season three. Cry. Sadness. Sadness. Okay. April, how was your rewatch experience for the season three finale? So, um... I'm really glad that Delaney brought up the voiceover thing because that was like my first initial thing or I guess like my react 
like a re- reaction was I was like, oh yeah, this is the voiceover because I remembered it. But so like me saying that, I feel like I like that still would have been confusing to hear and not really understand what was going on if you hadn't already seen it. So, because I was like, okay, April, like, pretend you haven't seen these episodes. Like, watch them right now. So, um, but I think that, like, because something that I remember us discussing was how, like, it just seemed like to not have, like, that, like, emotional impact on us. Even though, like, yeah, it's really sad that Master Fu is gone. I definitely, uh, like, agree with Delaney that it was more impactful. Um, one, because it wasn't in Ukrainian. But even if it had been, like, in French with, like, good subtitles I feel like it would have still like had like had a better impact because I was just like oh no like tearing up and everything and whenever like Marinette's just like uh like she's talking to Andre the ice cream man and she's like you should go with your first one and I'm like Marinette no like (laughs) don't let like peppermint and whatever blueberry or whatever is fine like (laughs) so um so I think that I I definitely enjoyed watching it more, being able to, like, understand it, and I felt like the whole, like, all of it made a little bit more sense. I mean, it yeah, it was still, like, Ladybug and all of its, all that it could be as Ladybug, so, but it, it, it was better, so. It was better. For me, at least, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, I, I thought it was better too. I mean, so I started with part one, and we'd seen that in English, so that that, that wasn't much of a difference. I, I see, think. I rewatched part one too. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's it, they 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 go together. I, I it hit me more this rewatch. They go together really well, the two parts. Um, and uh, part part one, I I already talked about on that podcast. I think that episode's are really good. Like, I think that's like a top yeah. five episode of Ladybug. Um, but uh, the part two, um, we I think we were tepid on it. We it was like it was good, but um. It was a lot and unsatisfying in some ways. I think for a few reasons, it worked a lot better for me this time. I think part two is also a very good episode. Like, I still think part one's better. I think overall, like, together, there is this is the best season finale of Ladybug. I think we said that before, but I think it's clearer to me now. Um, they work really well together. Part, part two, um, it, it was just, it was just more comprehensible in, in English. Like, uh, there's a lot going on that episode. That was maybe the worst episode we could have gotten in Ukrainian, right? Like, well, it's like, especially like what I was talking about with Adrian, like when he's with Kagami, like where he's like, no, I don't. Like, I wasn't Yeah, we, we didn't even know what he said that yeah. scene, but it's clear in English. He's like, I, uh, Kagami, yeah, Kagami said, or Adrian said, I didn't imagine my first kiss like this. Like, we were like, is that what he said? Is it? Yeah. So there, there are a few scenes yeah. that it's like a yeah. lot, a lot more. And you clear. really, and like the voice acting, you really feel for him. Like, you feel really bad for Adrian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, no, and then you feel for Kagami too, because yeah. like, like, she's just like, like, this hurts. And I'm like, it does hurt. I'm hurting right now with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the uh, Marinette's experience. confusion came across better. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and in, in general, the voice act, yeah, for me, the biggest difference, there were some more comprehensible things, but I think um uh, the audio mixing for me like like hearing the music and everyone clearly and what they're saying like this is just the most busy episode of ladybug so you think the impact needs to come together i think for hearing everything right um so that uh worked a lot like there's there's in terms of uh comprehension i think we're there's part of us we're kind of like um not understanding why master for renouncing him being the guardian kind of made a difference in this climax like all that kind of tied together better for me in english i think they explain it it comes across better um it it makes more sense that uh i I guess like he the 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 leverage he had was that he was he had someone who knew about stuff and he was going to get information out of them and um so i I think all the the climax still i don't think it's like amazing of part two but i I think it's a lot more coherent and is really um fun and uh, has a lot going on um so i don't know i think like uh I, i do think this was a pretty significant difference in terms of how much i like part two and i think overall i'm like really high on and I think the other thing, as I think Delaney alluded to this, it's not just the the difference in hearing in English. It's part of it is like we've a rewatch in general. We've had we understand what's going on more, and also like we've had more time away from expectations. So once you don't think we're gonna get like uh, the big Hawkmoth climax, like this this finale is just this really kind of small yet impactful on the series, melancholic like uh, piece about 
um, things, things ending and moving, moving on. Um, and all of the romance stuff I think works really well. I think there's like, like that last scene is, is a really good, uh, like, it's like, oh, they're, they get, oh, they finally got their ice cream together. Oh, and they're bringing it to their, their different partners. And, uh, they, they at the end of part one, they'd like, may, maybe they haven't really, um, they're not ready to, to move on with these two instead of Marina and Adrian. But then, like, maybe they are now. Maybe they, they will go with Luca and Kagami. Um, so I, I kind of think these, these jobs are just really solid. Like, they're very busy. I think the Chloe thing is something I want to talk about a lot here. Um, but, uh, and I, I think that works in the context of these episodes. How is it in the context of the having seen the whole season? Um, one other thing, I don't think there's anything from the two episodes we missed before this finale. The, uh, the, the Cat Blank and, uh, and the, the, the Rings one. Which, Did you really uh, just say Cat Blank? Chat, chat, blank, chat blank, blank. Wait, really? Um, we, d- I'm pretty sure we had this conversation on that podcast. Um, the, oh, we definitely <laughs> did. The uh, and, and then and later, and, and, Sarah and was like, "Wow." Yeah, uh, fair. And 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 uh, Felix too was the the rings episode. There's nothing. There's nothing we missed. I think it's like, oh, the context of of chat was so. Uh, devastated and stuff in that and like everything that happens i don't know um i mean i think i think it's just like more emotions building to what's happening now but yeah i would say because like when you start off you're like that escalated quickly when he's like why don't you love me like in part one yeah Yeah. and so i think like that definitely because at first you're like this is random yeah it's it's yeah it's it it does feel better at the end of the season so i'm i'm Glad, hopefully, people watching it on Netflix now have seen the season in order. Um, hopefully, they didn't watch yeah, parts part honest. two, part two, then part one. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling my coworker, I'm like, season three, so you need to watch it. Yeah, I mean, the, well, we can talk about this uh, next next podcast with the survey, but like, probably the best season. That's a question on the survey: season three, season two, season one. Um, bold choice if you answer season one on the survey, but um, bold. The, <laughs> definitely a bold. This is the type of thing like you'll you get. hit it, and then it'll pop up. This is are you sure? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was prompt. gonna say this prompts April's next podcast. Why you're wrong? <laughs> oh yeah, the April's. You're gonna get assigned the defense of season one, April. You have to. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That'll be funny. Okay. I uh, I couldn't do season. One. Oh no, can't do it. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, you you notoriously. You were like, I don't know if I can keep going after season one. So, not the right person for it. Okay, how about um next next question? Like um, what uh what do we think of the having seen the whole season? What do we think of this as an ending to season three? And like where like this is we rewatched the 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 part two, which is the last episode of Ladybug, heading into whenever we get the next episodes. Like where do we how do we feel about where the show is at, both in terms of like. Sure, it didn't make that much progress. That can be a factor, like in terms of the overall plot of the show. But also, um, Hulk Moth has this this new miraculous. The romance drama is like maximum. Um, you know, like is the, is this like an exciting point to leave off? Like, are we are we sad again after watching it, or or with some distance? Uh, was it was it better? What do you think, Delaney? I actually disagree on like the plot move. Well, I guess it's hard to say plot movement, but like that. That being said, uh, the Master Fu renouncing the miraculous right. is the biggest thing well, that's happened. Uh, right, which and that's not really what I meant, actually. Like Marinette's obsession with Adrian is kind of like it's a like because if we talk about Marinette and Adrian, like kind of Marinette's biggest thing is like she's obsessed with Adrian, and Adrian's kind of thing is he's in love with Ladybug. And then here we kind of shake it up. They're both like, I'm gonna date this person. It's like, okay, guys, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> You're not and, buying it. All right. And so, like, I'm fine. Like, I am, like, we're shaking it up. So, not only, so, like, we've, we really have kind of, like, I'm kind of excited. Like, I'm, like, again, it's hard to have faith in serialization because, oh, my God. But we've really shaken up the universe. Master Fu's gone. Now Marinette is master of the Miracle Box. She's going to have to try and hide that from her parents. And she... So now she's with, well, I would, you know, let's assume they're dating. And that's a big, a, big assumption, but it is a big yeah. assumption. I agree. But like, it's now we've shifted this focus away from Adrian to Luca. And then also Chloe being 
Marinette's like sworn enemy now is kind of a big deal. Yeah. So now she has to deal with Chloe, not only when she's Marinette, but also when she's Ladybug. And not that I necessarily think Hawk Moth is going to call on Chloe again, but it'll be interesting to see what links Chloe will go to. So this is kind of like what we thought was going to happen with Lila, but I think it turns out they've done it with Chloe. Granted, if Chloe and Lila team up, I'm going to like, like get really upset, which it's probably going to happen. So I'm going to get really upset. So I think we really like, I'm really excited for where we're at. So it was, we were really disappointed when this first aired because we, you know, had a lot of expectations, which is stupid when you're watching the show. But (laughs) like, I love this show so much, but oh my God. So I actually, I, it's kind of interesting. Like, I think they're like kind of what they did with season three, like we're breaking the world as much as we can, I think at this point. So I'm, I think it's a really interesting place that we left off. I mean, we've had, like what they're not going to explain away Master Fu being gone, and sure they might gloss over the Luca and Kagami stuff for a little bit, but we've kind of established a new normal. Yes, okay, that's that's I like this take a lot. So you are actually excited that the status quo has been upended potentially at the end at the end of the season, and um, I think you did a good job explaining the different ways that could be true. Um, April, what do you, what do you think of that? Uh, are you buying this new status quo? And and in general, what do you think of um like how you're feeling about see, uh, this as a finale to the season? So I think this as like I definitely agree that we're like we've sort of ended the status quo. Like we've continuously like like it's not like we just landed here. We've gotten like we've been building up to this point, and so <clears throat> with all of the changes that have been made, like you there's no way you can return to the status quo at this point. And so I, I think that, um, I, I mean, like, it's one of those, like, there's no going back at this point, you know, like, we're going to see like a different marinette, not just because like, well, we're going to see her on like all, all kinds of different levels because one, she's now like the guardian of the miraculouses. So that's going to have like a huge impact on everything. It's going to like, like there has like you 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 don't just take on that responsibility without there being repercussions so like how is it that she's going to go about like giving out miraculouses whenever she needs to like how how does any of this like continue forward um and then my i guess my other question too is like do people remember things whenever they were under um like chloe's like control because that's going to be like another thing that would like play into all of this as well. Cause I didn't, I don't remember thinking about it too much before, but like she like revealed all of their identities essentially. Like she revealed Alia's like, she, Oh like, yeah. Well, like, and Everyone she knows, knows who, yeah. Like, well, and not only that, but she knows too. So like, this is going to affect like Chloe's dynamic with her classmates. Like, is she going to become like, the new like isolated one is she going to be you know like is she going to take herself out of school like how how is that going to work out um and then of course like we have like the whole romance drama part of it too because like it it very much feels like we we haven't completely closed the door on adrian and marinette but it's like cracked open and we're like peeking in through the keyhole or through the the what like what we can see um and i think it's going to build out a different relationship for them and i know that we talked about it before but like i think this is what each of those characters needs in order for them to eventually get together so and this may like change like marinette's friendship with adrian because like if he's not going to be like her love like interest and she's not going to necessarily pursue that anymore then like we're not going to see like the crazy like Marinette who's like stumbling all over herself anymore. So it's, it's going to be like a new Marinette. It's going to be a new Chloe. Like, and you can't just like revert back. You can't just be like, Oh, like reset click. Like, because you, you just can't like, <laughs> yeah, that that's the, these are these, that's the good points with like uh, Marinette and Adrian, how they view each other. And yeah, we talked about that before. And I think all that, that's still really good. My, I, my guess to who's going to remember stuff I think Hawk Moth will definitely remember everything. Um, I, I I assume Chloe will remember because it seemed like she did when she got the Akumatai, she, she was the same person. Um, however, usually that affects the memory. Um, I don't think anyone else would remember. I think I think everyone else when they're stung by Chloe probably doesn't remember, but you know, who knows? Right. 
Yeah. Well, and yeah, so- it's unclear because Chloe was Queen Bee, but she was also akumatized. But I think Hawk Moth can remember things. Yes. Yeah. When he well, when he goes away, yeah. Well, at least when you transform, but um, right. and like, he gets a, he gets um a mucked or he akumatized exactly. himself yeah. and he remembers that. Yeah. So yeah. okay, there's evidence for people remember remembering. It's it's just because uh, I remember like that being whenever I was like rewatching that being something that really stood out to me was like the whole like because I mean we kind of re- we kind of did like a partial identity reveal with those characters um, and I remembered how in Chop Blanc ha- that like Adrian finds out who um, like Ladybug yeah, is, is yeah but also Ladybug finds out who like chat noir is too but we never like address whether or not like marinette remembers that because she was there so um yeah i mean i would guess that she doesn't remember it but they don't necessarily explain like well i think she doesn't because it's like time it's like she changes time or whatever yeah i think that's why yeah because like in essence what she saw doesn't happen anymore so it's doesn't happen i guess i don't know but like that was, was this during just, the second chance they were talking about or um no there's that there's that which is confusing yeah and that then one's really confusing <laughs> and then with bunnix that's why i'm not oh, yeah, sure okay. okay okay we don't even bring bunnix into it but yeah you guys there's, there's a lot of confusing stuff and that that's we, we could have a we could put this on the board of um <laughs> time travel and memory and ladybug um a well, dissertation well, because also um, what's her what's her face didn't go up to um like collect her miraculous um who uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. We we should got to rewatch Time Tagger if we want to get into that. I guess. Ooh, that's interesting. Why didn't she? Did they? Well, it's not. She hasn't had gotten it yet, right? Well, no, but she knew about it because but, she. Was no, I like, thought she oh, had, like when did she know better? Did she forget her? I don't remember. Okay, this, this is the types of things why I'm encouraging a rewatch, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't remember anything. So um, okay, moving on from Bunnix. Right, well, you guys, you guys uh, b- proposed a we could we could add some sort of Bunnix podcast to the board. She was she was pretty um, pivotal this season. Um, you guys, pro- you guys were pitching this new normal, this significant change in status quo, and there's a lot of good points here. I gotta say, I don't buy it. Uh, this is like <laughs> I mean, your doubt is understandable. Yes. <laughs> it is not unwarranted. Look, look, like so. There are you're right. There are things that are going to be slightly different. But I, I, my, my response would be like the general dynamic is the same. Hawk Moth is the villain. They're they're like they don't know Marinette and Adrian don't know who each other are. Like these are those are kind of the two fundamental things about Ladybug. Nothing's really going to be that different until. An identity reveal or Hawk Moth uh, stops being the villain. Like, the, you can add Natalie into the mix. You can put Chloe and maybe she's an antagonist too. Like, now Marinette has the box. Oh, she doesn't get kill, them. and we fix the peacock. We fix oh, the yeah, peacock. Fix Some the there's peacock. like, Natalie's not sick anymore. I'm, I'm a little unsure. We can get back to that. I'm a little unsure how much Is that's that, going to affect We anything. don't know if Natalie's still sick or not. So. sick at the <laughs> end of this. Unclear. Yeah. It's a mystery. Um, mm-hmm. so, so like, uh, so yeah, Marinette has the box and she'll be handing, she'll be choosing, she doesn't have to go to food, but she'll still be handing stuff out. Um, probably and she's is she, more. Is she, is she, can she give it to the people? That... She can probably just give it to anyone. Here's the here's the biggest thing with status quo. I added this podcast to a potential one for the future. This, this season made the biggest change in status quo that could possibly happen in this universe in Feast, where the previous all the other miraculouses are back and all the monks that protect them are back, and that has had no effect this season. So that's when I'm like nothing like nothing here is going to matter if the, that didn't matter, right? Like the, so that that's a little frustrating. But um, I will say this show plays the longest of games, and that, I'm not <laughs> yes. sure it knows it's playing a game. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. That that being that being said, this is the end of a season, so now's the time when status quo would change. And you guys have brought up good points. I think the most intriguing thing is the relationship dynamic stuff. Um, yeah, that's. But, I think for me, that's like the biggest thing because this show is so predicated on the relationship with Marinette and Adrian, and like how they relate to each other. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're now we're in the period that we've talked about where they're seeing other people not really but like they're gonna they're exploring more fully these other potential relationships which i'm fine with if they can both be chill and actually hang out like humans and then fall in love 
And hopefully they will yeah. continue to hang out and then they will start to realize that their feelings will be clear for each other. And, and then, more importantly, they will finally figure out that they're ladybug <laughs> and cat noir. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> oh my god, it causes me so much stress. <laughs> yeah. The state that's uh, yeah, the whole identity reveal state and stuff. Oh, so, other thing. Hey, this might disregard the rule. What's the rule? About like they can't know each other's secret identities, but now Marinette is the guardian. Yes. I, I can't yes. remember if we talked about this or not, but yeah, that's um we finally saw in this episode that we're talking about a magic rule that actually has magic backing it, which is um Master Fu renounces the, the his guardianship and he does lose his memory by magic. So like now we know that there is at least some magic thing going on. So yes. maybe Marinette, maybe she can't break the magic rules. Maybe she can. Maybe she has magic powers as the well, guardian. Like, like, but more importantly, like the conventions, like the social conventions yes, this of is like real. Yeah. So that she. But could, also theoretically, maybe Marinette can know. Because it doesn't matter anyway. Now it's the like the guardian. That, that was our yeah. I, if I remember our podcast, that was the biggest thing. Is like the guardian knows everyone. Isn't Marinette going to know who Adrian is now? Like, aren't the Kwamis going to tell her? Isn't she? Well, I don't think. Know? Well, that's not necessarily true. But I think more like the magic would allow her to know. Or like, yeah. if there is magic, then that might right. allow her. Yeah. Um, so, and, and if it's just a social convention that her and Adrian can't know about each other, maybe she can be like, I don't want that anymore. Um, like pre- almost certainly she will not. Uh, well, at least we kind of right got we, like I felt like we kind of got into this like emotionally it could happen because like you know the scene underwater where she's like I know I like you know because she breaks down with Luca because she can't tell anybody she can't be herself with anybody but the one person she could be herself with is Cat Noir slash Adrian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that would be amazing if she had a person who she <sighs> could actually Please tell. Give it to me. Like let me have it. Um. No, I'm sorry. It's not. I know it's not. <laughs> you can't have it. Oh my god! Do you remember long, long ago we were doing the season one podcasts, and we're like, "Oh my god, maybe it'll happen now." <laughs> Did we say it even then? <laughs> oh my god! Like at any point, we're like, "I didn't hear reveal," and then it's just like it just gets more and more pathetic, like as the days go on. Our uh, our continued grasping at at straws. Like, please, please. If you ask the question, do you remember something from season one podcast? The answer is no, definitely not. <laughs> like, unless it's our our uh, <laughs> that one episode that shall not be named. Our frustration. Oh, we're That's not talking. About. It's the only one I remember. Uh, also, the- I mean, to be fair, Dylan, I can't ask you if you remember anything. So, like, I I, I also don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. So. so it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Like, it's, um, it's totally valid. Yeah, which is good. In this show, the characters don't remember anything. That's why I love the show. True, right? like, because they have magic. <laughs> so magic. Magic. Um, the power of stupidity. Yay! <laughs> so, I don't even think it's ignorance. It's just straight up. They're so dumb. Like this, we talked about this, but in this episode, Marinette and Kagami, or maybe it was part one or part two, I don't remember, they talk to each other, like, de-transformed de- through the wall. And they can't like this. Is, we've had this problem. Why don't they she's recognize each other's voices? Well, there's well, no magic. Like, the so other annoying. thing too is like she like puts uh, the miraculous out, and you can see her arm, like her sleeve and everything. So, <laughs> Doesn't that so arm annoying. seem familiar? That's my best friend's arm. You know, maybe. Oh my God. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm talking about my best friend Marinette, yeah. <laughs> who's standing right next to me, and I cannot. Kagami's tell. the smart one too. Like the other people are just stupid. Yeah, like, so all young Kagami have no excuses, right? Like they're actually smart. It's Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Back to our our favorite new ships, Luca Net, and whatever we're calling Kagami and Adrian. I, 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 to making the outline, I wanted to put their ship name, and I was like, "Oh, I'll Google it." No, I don't care. I didn't get very far. Be like Adri- Adrigami, right? Like something like that. Um, what? Isn't it so, right? What, what April? What is their ship name? I don't know. I was hoping you would tell me. And if it's Adrigami, I'm going to be like, "Well, that's late." What else? Okay, we'll find. Maybe we'll find this out during the course. It's of It's Dragon Cat. But I, Dragon Cat, yeah, that's good. Um, well, he's he's. I mean, we haven't had him being Dragon Cat, but we have uh, Dragon Bug uh, in this, episode. which is great. That was lit. Yeah, Dragon Bug is great. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in part two, and and mm-hmm. yeah, following up the very quiet Thrupple part one episode, um, which is still amazing. It's intense. It's so your, good. Your hair looks yeah. beautiful. She's right. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I was like, there was no other way to interpret that scene than <laughs> yeah. Thrupple. Like, there is literally like there is no like. There is no straight reason 
Like, and I, I know we talked about this, but that scene and then later um Andre also gives Marinette and Kagami an ice cream flavor too, as if they're a couple. I'm like, like, how is this not like it's so the most <laughs> there is no non poly explanation for what's happening. This the finale just instantly convinces you that the healthiest thing is just the three of them yeah, being together. And that, yes, absolutely. And then when she runs off. You're like, well, that's sad, and they're both sad about it. But then at the end, they're like, no, we're just two different couples now. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, you, I you're think, forgetting you know, the thruple. They also forgetting spent the, thruple. the entire episode conv- like they have spent several episodes convincing us that Kagami and Marinette are super gay for each other. Yeah, or, and there's yeah. no payoff. Except um, when Andre offers ice cream. Yes, that's yeah. the only payoff. <laughs> we'll see, maybe, we'll see the payoff in. Like, They'll be best friends even, next season. Even in the beginning of the episode, ma- there's like Marinette and Kagami like. Are in a picture and Adrian's like, yeah, Adrian oh, hits like on yeah, it. Yeah, that's the payoff. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, like, just let them be a throuple. Just, it's fine. Don't understand. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 social conventions of two people in a relationship are too strong for these French teenagers to overcome. Probably, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, that scene that scene when Adrian hit liked on their post, I couldn't help but think of last uh, last podcast when we we're talking about Adrian commenting and being creepy and stuff. It's like uh, yeah. Adrian, stalker yeah. Adrian liking all the photos yes. of his two love interests. Yeah, of his <laughs> like, That definitely wasn't his uh, first photo he liked, right? Like he's doing oh, like, the Instagram not. stalker yes. thing where it's like you get ten likes on your photo from five years, photos from five years ago, like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, creepy Adrian. Yeah, it's a thing. That that picture too. That reinforces creepy Adrian, right? This is our new thing. Uh, the meme yeah. that April posted. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So the, these couples. So these are. Um, I was struck more by um, how it's kind of in this episode one to two transition, part one, part two. Um, it's like, oh, you think, oh, Marinette's gonna return to Luca, the person that's there for, for her. And then she, she hesitates. She felt like, and, and it's like, oh, Marinette, uh, uh, Adrian and Kagami are gonna kiss. And then Adrian's like, no. So there's like this moment at the end of part one, the cliffhanger, and like, oh, they're gonna end up with, uh, the two of them. And then they both, they, they hesitate. But then at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, we're, we're actually going in this direction. Maybe they've given, they've been given the pushes to actually maybe start to date these people. Um, so I think all the way that's done throughout part one and part two is really wonderful. Um, by the way, let's, I, I feel gu- guilty. I was going to say, I feel guilty leaving Luca out of the throuple. Um, you know, I think he should, he has his, he should have his place in there sometimes. It's like the optional fourth member. The cool the optional fourth member. <laughs> the, I was gonna say the cool uncle. I don't know if that makes it creepy or not, but the the, the cool uncle of <laughs> the, the throuple. throuple. Yeah, that's how it feels like, right, with Luca. Um, you can't leave yeah, Luca. Luca out. I'm just going out with Adrian and Kagame. Oh, well, I'll come to to supervise. Okay, Uncle Luca. <laughs> that's his appeal. He's the supervisor. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's the that's 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 what's going on with Luca. Um, Luca's so good, and I can't believe they did Luca finding Marinette's song. Then it's, it's, it's I still can't believe it. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that are are they gonna date at the end? And um. They, they've been given, they had, we, sh- this, this finale showed their hesitation and then showed them kind of overcoming it and being closer now. So, like, um, are we, I don't know, are we going to see them actually going out on dates? I'm skeptical that they're going to actually be dating, but I, I think that at the beginning of season four, at least we have to show them together a fair amount, the two, the two couples. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like, you've, you've set this up essentially. And not just within, like, these two parts, but, like, leading up to these two episodes as well. So, like, and and, and what is it? I even think that, like, they make it a point to, they point out that, like, Marinette's been spending more time with Luca. So, I can't remember if it's in these two episodes or, like, the episode before or something like that. So, like, it's definitely, like, a thing and it's becoming a new normal for Marinette. Yeah, so let's let's get hype for Luca Net. Um yeah, I think I think uh I, I'm gonna have fun with this whatever the show does with these with the, the two of them. I think uh we like Luke and Kagami. These are characters specifically presented as sympathetic to us. Excuse we, me, what? 
thought I thought you I thought you went on a break where you came back for Luca. I like we like <laughs> Luca. That, that's what you came to object to object to. <laughs> yes, I do not like being lumped into this we. Like. I know, I know. You secretly love Luca. Everyone knows that. Oh my god, no. that should have been a question on the survey. Does Delaney secretly love Luca? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's not on there, but we'll see how many people love Luca. But but the audience is supposed to like Luca. How about that? Right, like the show wants you yes. to like Luca. He is yeah. sympathetic. He's yeah. He's presented he, as sympathetic. He is just you. everything I hate. <laughs> he's like sympathetic. Like he has like some really great like lines where he's just like. You can talk to me about it, or you yeah. don't have to. It's like, he's really he's so nice. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. And just, then he, well, <laughs> and then he even like asks like Marinette. He's like, you know, like, um, or he he says things like, "I'm always here for you," and like, "Oh, are you upset about the Adrian thing?" Like, so she's talked to Luca about it. Like, she's opened up to him on a, a whole different level that she's only really like opened up to with like her really close girlfriends so like you can't yeah, deny you, this relationship i'm so it. sorry you can't deny i hate him i don't you, care i just hate him okay. like i think i, I think i think we got that on the record by now i think that's on the record hate him. Okay. yeah okay hate okay so the audience is like likes them and the the, the co- and so it's like this conflict between like oh these are good people for them but also we really want Marion and adrian to be together so you know that that's a fun point to be at i doubt this will last for too long he says ex- having expected the identity reveal to be a- resolved a while ago so you, you know this could be the, the rest of, of season <laughs> <one>. <laughs> that would have been a great mid-season child. one reveal yeah that would have oh been great God. okay let's talk about chloe um so this is the real reason we're having this podcast. Right. I mean, and, and we can give the brief version of this. We can do a totally do a separate Chloe podcast. But like, I think a lot of people are like, this came out of nowhere. Chloe just like being evil. Um, And I think we talked about this on the first podcast on the finale is like, this is a really good reveal. It's like, oh, Chloe was the biggest part of season two. And then you forget about her. And that's like how Ladybug forgot about her. And then um, this twist, I think, is really impactful with like Hawkmoth was targeting Chloe and Chloe is um upset with Ladybug. But then at the end of the episode she's like i'm just i'm yeah she's like i won't give you back the miraculous and she takes back she's like i'm not your fan anymore um she seems to still be antagonistic towards them she was willingly like working with hawk moth like um a lot of people found this way too jarring delaney does the rewatch help with like this turn for chloe or are you still a little confused no i think like i'm curious i think we talked about some of it but i mean it makes sense like especially like we see consistently during the season Marinette refusing to give Chloe the miraculous. And at first, like, you know, we're not sure is she the right person, you know, like in Star Train. But it's also like, I don't know, because all the miraculous, we one, we don't even know what all the miraculouses are. There's so many. And now there's a bazillion of them. So, like, there's just no telling. But, you know, a lot of it was because, oh, Hawk Moth knows your identity. I can't give it to you. But then... In this, in the finale, Marinette gives it to Kagami, knowing that Hawkmoth knows her identity, and Chloe gets mad about it. And it's fair that she gets mad about it. And not that it's fair, but, you know, it is hard to, because, but she also sucks. So it's like, like, you know, she doesn't get to keep it, and she's mad, and she just storms off. So it's like, I think it's like an understandable outcome. And I think it also, it's really, like, I don't know, it makes sense over the course of the season. And I think they do a good job in the first part of the episode establishing, like, Marinette's not giving her the miraculous, and it's not necessarily for a good reason. Like, especially, like, it's her parents. She should have given her the miraculous. Yeah. Which I th- which I think this show struggled before, like, maybe to make it as effective. Like, oh, I'm just not giving it to Chloe because Chloe sucks, and Hawkeye knows your identity. But here... We see Marinette make that choice and it's to benefit herself. Yes. And yeah. even though, I mean, Marinette's confused. I, it's not like Marinette really does anything truly mean-spirited, but this was a mistake. And then Marinette understands she made the mistake because she was so focused. Not only did she give Kagami the miraculous and kind of cause all of this to happen, but then she also, in her confusion, led Hawk Moth to Master Fu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. April, what do you think of... of- chloe uh turning on on ladybug here um i I mean i think i agree with delaney that it's understandable it just like 
it like really sucks because I mean, and we talked about this before, like we felt that Chloe had made like such progress and, you know, they had the whole episode where, you know, eventually like Marinette explains to Chloe, like why she can't, you know, give her the miraculous anymore. But for Chloe to still be like, why aren't you giving me the miraculous? Like, I don't know. I felt like we kind of like backtracked on in like in terms of that. And I understand like it's her parents. So, and it would have made like the most amount of sense for Chloe to get her miraculous. But I also understand, you know, Marinette throwing caution to the wind because, and she, she understood too that like she knew that Mayura was following her. So like, there's just like so many elements at play when it comes to Chloe. Um, But I, I will say like, I think the show did a great job at sort of trying or not trying, but like setting up this whole, like, Oh, Lila's like the new Chloe, like Lila, you know, like Lila could be our new big bad, like setting you know, like laying out those pieces and then for it to be Chloe all along is just like magnificent. So I think that had a little bit more of an impact in English just because like it, it's Chloe. So <laughs> the chloe we're familiar with english chloe is really good um yeah yeah, like from from like a narrative arc perspective or like so okay so i think it makes sense as a twist in the finale it's really great i think it makes sense for chloe like as a person like you know it's it's like sure like she was she never she didn't become this amazing person so it's like it it makes sense she would take this action it's just unsatisfying from like a character arc perspective if that makes sense the difference between like something she would realistically do this but we went through emotionally kind of something adjacent to a redemption arc with her in season two and then to not like have a build-up to her regressing and then to have her regress without with little warning i think is something people are struggling with i think they're sacrificing kind of that in for the greater context of like the the twist how it plays into the season um i think i think it's worth it uh but ideally we would follow this up with a few chloe episodes to start season four to like get it see see where she's at a little bit more um like to have like it makes sense from her overall arc because she was never fully redeemed i think in season two so like uh yeah they they left her off at like a precarious point and then it, it topples over when uh she's not catered to like this totally makes sense but it just wasn't preceded by a lot of stuff in the, in the season. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we follow it up uh, in, in season four, because I think Chloe is a very crucial character to the show. And this is a big point for her, um, for her arc. And she was kind of um, prioritized a little bit lower for than some other things at this point in the show. Um, well, and I, I think that like, you know, to, like just to see like where her, like, where she is at, at, you know, at the end of this, like, situation is just going to be so interesting, like, to watch play out. Like, does she go back to school? Like, is she, like, does she still have the same friends? Like, how, how like, how much does this, like, I want to see the impact on Chloe's life. Like, I think that's going to be, like, a little bit more fun to watch and see. Like, if, does she get to know who Hawk Moth is? Like, where, where are we going with this? So... It's going to be, like, fun to watch both, like, our protagonists and our antagonists at the same time. Yeah. Um, th- that would be good to see. I could see Chloe's life being very similar, um, but uh, y- you know, she's already kind of um, distant from her classmates and stuff. And But, like, is she, is she – I don't th- think she necessarily needs to be jumping to go back to Akamoth, like, jumping for the, the uh, Kuma. But, um, like, I don't think she needs to be, like uh, – so she, she, then she's just like, I'm not a fan of Ladybug. Like, that seems to be the most lasting impact. Yeah. She's no longer a big Ladybug fan. I don't know if she's going to be eager. What to if she gets Hawk her Moth. own Miraculous from one of the now, like, out there Miraculouses? That, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, uh, uh, Daddy, what I want for Christmas is a Miraculous. Go to get someone to go to Tibet. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. And we'll talk, I think, uh, hopefully at some point about how that could play into the show. That's a really interesting thought is, like, subtle ways like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, very interested to see where Chloe goes, I think, I think after, after this finale and hopeful that she gets some, some spotlight here. Um, the other big points I think we talked about a little bit already, just quick hits on Marinette being the new guardian, um, how she's going to hand out miraculous is what she's going to know. I think all this is really intriguing and we don't know too much. So it'd be, um, a lot of speculation. Um, I don't know if like the finale leads you in any direction with that. Like she just has the, the ladybug box, which I still love it transforming into. Oh yeah. It's great. I know. It's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, I don't know because, like, I mean, literally, like, this is still such a new thing. Like, I mean, we just recently introduced, like, 
the fact that there are other miraculouses and then like giving them to people. And then now it's like, Oh, now Marinette's the guardian. And I'm like, well, and then also she, you know, a lot of the times her, you know, lucky charm was to go to the guardian. So have we, do we have all the information we need now or like, what's yeah, the deal? That plans oh, lucky yeah. charm. That's good. That's good. That's a good question. Yeah. And she doesn't have the book. Um, oh yeah. Yes, pro- probably. Yeah, at the very least, uh, the Hawk Moth gets his tablet, uh, Master Fu's t- tablet, right. his eye, his eye. I got the iPad, um, so. Well, yeah. but that was like the, the book though, because Master Fu didn't have the he book. He didn't have it, so yeah. And, let, yeah, but, and know, he took all of the pictures and Marinette, put it on his iPad. Uh, yeah, well, unless, you know, season four episode one opens up with Marinette, uh, hacking into Master Fu's iCloud account, right. right? That would be the way. Uh, he, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm there for this episode. <laughs> that would be fun, off. wouldn't it? I mean, like, he, he, he could have a backup. It was just digital, right? So, um, but I, I don't know. Uh, that, that, that's he something. It's like a mysterious, she gets like a mysterious, like, email from, uh, Master Fu's, like, one friend. And she's like, here's the information you need to know. She like <laughs> tries to log in and it doesn't work. And she's like, ah, like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's true. The, 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 she gets a password sent. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So I think, I think that's in play, but yeah, it's, um, yeah. How she'll, how she'll practically, how it'll happen in the show. Um, what consequence it could have on the overall thing. All that's really exciting. I think. Um, and then the, the other big thing, the, the kind of post credits, non post credits, last part of the last episode's Hawk Moth's like, we fixed the peacock. We did it. Um, I know. Oh, you're so excited, April. Well, because the peacock miraculous is fixed. Like, what does this mean? Where, what are we, like, I remember being really hyped about it last time, but I'm super, I'm still hyped about it. Cause I was just like, cause I, I think I forgot it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the miraculous, it's fixed. Like, is I also forgot. Like, I was like, I'm shook. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only person. <laughs> it was. It's not the mo- out of these four things. I think it's the least memorable one. Like these four big yes. hits from the. But map. it's such a big thing, though. Like what, maybe Listen, some of us maybe? are really upset about the couples, and that's what matters. That's what I think. You still any speaks for the fandom, but uh, the the like I, what? So the questions are: Does like does this being fixed affect this the health of? uh hawk moths two bays like does it does it uh is is the wife not dead anymore is 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 she is natalie not sick anymore right so that's number one too does it like have new powers does you like what what is it does this mean natalie's a full-time villain that would be number three um so i think like these are kind of big questions but we don't know the answer to any of them i assume that natalie becomes a villain full-time and then when they finally like save uh the mom she she like go, she like betrays hawkmoth <gasps> oh man drama because gabriel will choose yes. emily over <gasps> and not that i'm necessarily like a fan of this plot but also like i love natalie so like she can do what she wants <laughs> Yeah, these, this is good. We can add this to the fanfic list. The uh, the the uh, I, I I'd be most confident in someone someone using the peacock full time next season. That would be my biggest guess. I I think I doubt Mom will wake up, and uh, Natalie could be healthier. But we spent a lot of time presenting her six. So I don't know why we do that. Um, and then new it could have new powers too. But I I, I you know I don't I don't season. I guess it could start off with the mom, mom, dead mom garden being a live mom garden. But, uh, a live mom garden. <laughs> just a normal <laughs> garden for mom. Yeah. No, a live mom garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's better. So it's, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of unknowns and you guys have made some good arguments for how the status quo could be upended. And I think we'll see in a year or whatever when we finally get another episode. Prayers. Yeah. Delaney, any close? Oh, wait. Okay. One thing I would, the only one, the biggest quote I've got from the English dub, I was like, thank God we, I watched this in English so I can present you with this quote at the oh, end of God. part two. Um, Adrian says, what happened to him has nothing to do with the damages done by Chloe. Marinette says, so my magical ladybugs couldn't do anything. My magical ladybugs. We'd uh, magical we'd have to add, add, add this to the magical ladybugs uh, quote quote board. <laughs> that was the best part. No, uh, the worst part is that in the middle of me watching this episode, I had to remember that those butterflies are supposed to be real butterflies. 
Oh, uh, yeah. There's nothing, there's no reason you would be and prompted for that. Why, <laughs> also, why do they have on, like, beekeeper masks when they're, like, harvesting butterflies? These butterflies are dangerous, April. You gotta wear them. I, the, I, like, I love this show, but it also causes me so much emotional and physical pain. Yeah, let's add, <laughs> let's add the uh, real butterflies topic to the idea board. I think that's an essential one. Yeah. It's just gonna be me, like, yelling the entire podcast. That's exactly what people want. I'm going to start making an outline right now. Okay, good. You're yeah. done. <laughs> I, I'm interested to see all the ways in which real butterflies are dumb. Okay. It's um, good. Don't worry. <laughs> it's happening. Okay. I don't remember what else I said to add to the board this, but, uh, but we'll, listeners will remind us. Okay, Delaney, closing thoughts on the season three finale. I think I'm higher up on it now that we re- we rewatched it. And of course, shockingly to no one, watching a show you like in your native language will always be better than watching it in not only a language that you like don't understand, but is not the best subbed. But we are desperate humans. Though I yes. still think that this show is the best in French. Yes. I, unfortunately, I don't know how much we're going to be able to watch in French because, like, net, the so Netflix su- the Netflix subs are just the English, right? The sub, the, yeah, not like French. Yeah. And, and then, and then, miraculous subs isn't doing anything, so I don't know where we're getting quality subs from anymore. But, um, yeah, sad. Okay, uh, April, final thoughts on the finale. Um, no, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more this time around because, as Delaney said, English, like watching it in your native language, is way better, and. That that Ukraine watch was hard, so you're scarred by the Ukrainian. I'm gonna have PTSD, but it's fine. So I think that like being able to have like, well, I think the biggest flaw with it being in like Ukrainian was that the lines were just delivered so flatly, and there wasn't. And I think that's the reason why like like we enjoy the French like you know. I guess dubs I don't know whenever it's in French because like the actors still make the effort to actually act and you know even though they're just doing a voice and so like their Ukrainian one was just so flat which is why like a lot of those really big like emotional beats just didn't land for me like whenever we watched it whereas like this time it completely changes the scene with Adrian and Kagami oh yeah for sure so and even just like this even the scene with like like Marinette and Luca like like I totally like felt it in a different way. And so that I think that really says something to like really well done voice acting. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It was, it was better. It was fun to revisit the finale. Um, yeah. Let us, let us know what you thought of our discussion here. Anything we speculated about overly our discord at overly slash discord um youtube youtube.com slash overly animated and uh as i mentioned make sure you fill out our survey overly animated.com slash survey for two weeks time for that podcast um get your hot takes on ladybug in um including who's the best co-host that's one of the questions it's uh it's me someone's ego is gonna be hurt in two weeks it's mine (laughs) (laughs) we'll get over it um is adrian a scent monster eager to see oh the my results god very oh my gosh yes so, 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 don't bias the the survey oh, overlandmade.com oh, survey that'll be two weeks from now um and uh patreon.com slash overly animated if you enjoyed this to support us there thank you to all our current patrons especially our patron on podcast hugh aka hugh neutron and thanks as i start patron executive producers ryan steve Alex features hugh michael and needle um check out other stuff at overlyanimated.com and ladybug We'll be back two weeks from now, as always, or, you know, if you're listening to this sooner, it could be out already or sooner. But um, regular Ladybug podcast, exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned to any news. I'm not expecting anything, but there you go. We did the season three thing. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.